it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Did you happen to see Joe Biden's speech last night? Yeah, me neither, but don't worry, I'll give you the gist. You didn't miss much. Also, NASCAR is apologizing for something you never thought NASCAR would have to apologize for. All those stories and more coming up in the Catriot podcast uh, right after this. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, it's Mark Kay. This is the Catriot Podcast, and it's a Friday, which is very exciting. And, uh, you know, I, I woke up this morning and I went to work and it's weird because my kids are out of school. It, it's it's very different waking up when the kids are out of school, um, but still having to go to work at the exact same time. And, uh, you know, it, the house is quiet. It's dark. I used to just be able to edit audio and video in my office, but now I have to put on my headphones so I don't wake up anybody. Um, but, you know, it, it's weird. And even my, my daughter asked me the other day, she goes, Daddy, do you have to go to work in the summer? And I go, yeah. I mean, I've been working. Have you not noticed the first 14 summers of your life that you've been at home in the pool and I've been at work every day? But, you know, it doesn't matter. And kids uh, don't pay attention, um, you know, to well, they pay attention to themselves. Uh, but anyway, so um, so I got up this morning and I started going through the news and I saw what Joe Biden was saying yesterday about guns. And it just reiterates the fact that Joe Biden and the Democrats, they don't want to solve the gun control problem. Uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats, they don't want to eradicate these gun issues. They don't want to. They don't want to stop mass shootings or criminal activity or anything like that, because nothing that they're doing is uh, nothing that they're doing is going to stop any of the shootings. For example, Joe Biden yesterday said, look, we can't ban assault weapons, which I guess he's finally come to the realization of. But uh, the one thing that he can do is he can take them out of the hands of 18 year olds and make it uh, 21 years of age or older in order for anyone to uh, purchase a, a an AR-15 or an AK-47. Here's the issue, though. The issue is that there's people that commit crimes that are over the age of 21. For example, this guy in Tulsa was, I was in his 40s, I think. The guy that had the back surgery um, and went in and, and killed his doctor in Tulsa. He was not a teenager. He was a grown man. The shooter in uh, the Pulse nightclub shooting, also a grown man. There are people who are 21 years of age or older and they commit crimes and they do so with guns that they purchase legally. Uh, so raising the age limit doesn't necessarily mean that the guns are going to be that the guns are going to be out of the hands of the criminals. Also, the other thing that you have to keep in mind is that a lot of times criminals steal guns or they borrow guns without permission, which is basically stealing. And, uh, you know, you can sure you can have you can have stronger locking mechanisms or you can demand people keep them locked up, this, that and the other. But it's tough to enforce. And as I always say, the only time the only reason people um, the only reason that people will commit a crime of any kind is because they they doubt the government's ability to enforce the law. If you break the law, it's because you doubt the government's ability to, to uh, enforce that law or 
you just don't care. You're outcome independent. For example, this guy yesterday who had the back surgery and the back pain and went into the Tulsa hospital and killed the doctor, he ended up killing himself. So he knew what the outcome was going to be at the get go. He knew he was going to die either by the police or by his own hand. It was his it was his choice. But before he died, he wanted to take the doctor with him. And that means that you don't care about the law that you're breaking and you don't care if it's enforced upon you. You just care about carrying out your crime. And, uh, it, you know, the same is true. And I, you know, I tell people all the time when you're speeding down the highway, it's because you don't see any cops around. You don't see any drones. You doubt the ability of the government to enforce that law. And then when you see the cop on the side of the road, what do you do? You slam on your brakes. So police, police presence, that's a deterrent. That's a deterrent crime. Same is true of having police at schools before the shooter enters, not after. Same is true of having police at, at uh, you know, hospital exits or entrances before the crime happens, not after. And we need to start looking in this country at deterrence, deterrence to crime. You cannot get all the guns off of the street. You cannot get all the guns out of the homes. You cannot round up all the ammunition. You cannot undo the Second Amendment, Amendment as much as Joe Biden would like to try. There's too many Americans who value their lives too much that they're going to let the government, which can't do anything, protect them. I mean, think about this. Joe Biden saying the government will protect you. You don't need these guns. Yet the government didn't protect us in Afghanistan, didn't protect those 13 soldiers who died in Afghanistan. The government's not protecting us at the border. The government's not protecting us from high gas prices. Government's not protecting us from inflation that's crushing. And the government's not protecting us from COVID. Government's not protecting us from anything. The government, in fact, is creating a lot of the problems. The government is committing the crimes in a lot of these instances. And then they say, hey, come here, we'll protect you. Give us your guns and we'll protect you. Don't fall for it. It's not going to happen. You need guns now more than ever. And we see that because there have been more guns sold now than ever. There is more uh, interest in people arming themselves now than ever. There are more constitutional carry states now than ever. And really, I'm going to be honest with you. Let's look at the problem. Joe Biden, there's been a spate, a spate of mass shootings this year, and Joe Biden is president. It's been a very, very long time since we've had this kind of horrific uh, mass shooting, you know, instances back to back to back. And it's because Joe Biden's president. Last time, Sandy Hook, Joe Biden was vice president. In between with Donald Trump as president, I'm not saying there weren't mass shootings, but there weren't to this level. Maybe because people felt there was a stronger presence. Maybe because people felt there was a, a more powerful entity that would actually do something should you be caught committing a crime or even think about committing a crime. I mean, Joe Biden is the, is the leader of the, the country. He's the one in charge. The Democrats are in charge and, and mass shootings are on the rise. So maybe a couple of things we should do is, is set up some deterrence, some police officers at the schools, some police officers at the hospitals, wherever there happen to be victims, vulnerable people. Who cannot, who cannot protect themselves, wherever they are, we need to make sure that they can be protected by people with guns and training and uh, moral characteristics and the ability and the courage to defend those who are defenseless. That's the first thing. The second thing is we need to get these Democrats out of office because they can't do squat. They can't do anything. They can't build back better. They can't drill for oil. They can't you know, create new markets. They can't stop Putin. They can't, uh, they can't protect our kids in the schools. Get them out. Vote them all out. Well, you need a change of leadership. You need new ideas. You need deterrence. And the last thing you probably need to do is take guns away from law-abiding citizens. 
Because think about this. If you took a gun, okay, if you took a gun away from every law-abiding citizen, first of all, those guns aren't going anywhere. Those guns are, they're, what, they're going to melt them all down? They're going to melt down over, over what, uh, 500 million guns or however many there are? You're going to melt that. What are you going to do with the ammunition? Send it to Ukraine? I mean, it, it's, it's ridiculous to think that in this day and age, it'd be like taking away everyone's car, which is probably the next thing they want to do. Joe Biden and the Democrats want to take away your cars because they want you to have an electric vehicle, which, by the way, there aren't any because of the supply chain issues that also, oh, yes, Joe Biden is responsible for. I mean, it's an utter mess. It's an, and I don't want to seem angry because it's supposed to be a very positive experience. But I'll be honest with you. You can, you've got a guy trying to fix a problem and all this guy has been able to do is create them. You can't look at somebody who's never fixed a single thing in their life and say, okay, now fix mass shootings, fix gun control. You can't look at a party that has created more problems in the last year and a half than probably any other political party in history and say, you guys are going to, you guys have great ideas. Let's have you fix this. It's just ridiculous. Uh, and it's not going to happen. And what we need is a change of leadership and then we need some good ideas and then we need deterrence and you need to, and you need to invest instead of investing money in, you know, this gun reform legislation or whatever it is, what you need to do is you need to make sure that you are keeping people safe. Gun free zones should be gone. There should be no gun free zones left in this country. Schools should not be gun free zones. Hospitals should not be gun free zones. If it's a private company and those people want to put their employees and their customers in danger by advertising, yes, this is a gun-free zone, have at it. But I'm going to put up a big sign when I have my warehouse one day that says, this is a gun zone. Everybody here has a gun. Everybody here has access to a gun. Everyone here has been trained on how to use a gun. And if you don't like it, you should probably leave. Because I want myself and my employees and everyone who visits to be uh, very safe. And I think putting up a sign that says we're all armed to the teeth is a better way to keep people safe than saying, hey, if you want to cause people harm, just know you will not get any kind of uh, friction here. Nobody's going to rush in to stop you because we're all sitting ducks. We're all we're all fish in a barrel. Come shoot us. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. That's what those signs say. Um, also, on a totally different note, NASCAR, which, again, weird, Florida company, you know, they're based in Daytona Beach, uh, big company, they issued an apology, which I guess I'll get into more during the show today, but they issued an apology because they had Governor Greg Abbott as, a, um, as an honorary starter at a race last week, 
And apparently some pride people got upset. <laughs> some pride people got upset because what they've done in, in Texas, the attorney general and the governor, they've um, they've moved to ban these uh, therapies for minors that are blocking their hormones for uh, puberty, puberty blockers, they call them, and allowing them to change their genders. They've blocked, pardon me, introduced legislation and they've they've uh, taken, oh my gosh, I don't know what's wrong with me today. They've taken measures to stop, um, you know, preteens and teenagers and children from taking puberty blockers so that they can later on change or alter their gender because they feel like that is child abuse. They feel like it's criminal. And I guess somebody complained to NASCAR that Greg Abbott, who, by the way, there's a lot of NASCAR fans in Texas, a lot of races in Texas, but they complained that Greg Abbott was one of the honorary starters. And so NASCAR issued an apology. And I have to think to myself, if NASCAR, a sport that was built here in Florida on the beaches of Daytona, NASCAR, a sport that is, I mean, one of the most, you got to, I mean, you have to think one of the most overtly masculine sports out there. If they are now, if they are now taking the side of child abusers who issue and prescribe and encourage children to take puberty blockers so they can alter their, their gender. If they're taking the side of those folks over the, over the majority of Americans who don't feel like that is an, uh, a viable medical option for kids that maybe are confused psychologically, who maybe just need a strong male figure or, you know, a little bit of counseling, you know, well, let's try that. No, NASCAR is apologizing that Texas Governor Greg Abbott was an honorary starter because of his stance against puberty blockers. I got to be honest with you. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know where to begin with this. So I'm going to take some time to process that. And we'll get into that for sure on the Mark K Show today. So what you need to do is tune into the Mark K Show, noon Eastern, 11 Central, wherever the Mark K Show is tuned into.